All right. Hello. Hello. This is the first official episode of the former Fat Kid podcast. I did an introduction episode before this with my buddy Moro, and it was only like 15 minutes, but it was just so I could put something out and people be like, oh, that's what the show is going to be about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you can get closer. Hello. Yeah, there there we go. go. Yeah, you can hear it. You'll hear it in your headphones. I hear it. Um, I'm here with Dante Palminteri. How you doing? Dante is an actor, a musician, probably a model. I don't know, but just looking at him, probably. Uh, I don't mean to hit on you yet. We'll do that'll be later. Later, we'll okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's get right to it. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, th- I'm. I'm glad to have you. This is awesome. This is we the first like, official guest, right? Yeah, we were shooting the shit before this, just like hanging out. You could really get on there. Yeah, you'll see I need it. to get you'll on see, here even you'll more. See it on the here first official guest. Well, now, now you're like, now you're like really on it, right here. Yeah, just find go. that comfortable, happy medium, sweet zone. Um, yeah, there it is, perfect. All right, well, Dante is an actor. Has uh, grown up in and around the industry. Oh yeah. Uh, what was that like being a, being a kid and, and having, you know, this success around you? I mean, I never really knew anything different. That was kind of, I mean, I mean, you know, that was just kind of the normal, just, that was just how life was, you know, you just go to a movie set and there's just all this like crazy shit happening all around you. And it's just, you're just nine and you're just there. Yeah, yeah, no, you know what I mean. It's, it's not. You're not like walking into him. You're like, wow, well, this is amazing. You're just still just not being nine. Exactly on your Game Boy. Just like, oh, there's this big actor walking by. <laughs> like, oh, hi, how you doing? Yeah, just go to Crafty. Yeah, that's exactly get some, it. Like sweet stuff, and that's it, man. <laughs> it was really just uh, being just a kid in there. And same thing with my little sister. I mean, we kind of grew up around, you know, my dad and my mom being on set. And they would take us like all of the time, so we would get to go to like their weird, weird locations. Like, um, but sometimes it was a little inappropriate to have some kids on set, like for some of the scenes that my father would be doing. Is there anything that? Oh, by the way, you know, Dante's father is you can say oh, uh, Chaz Chaz Palminteri, who's a, a very successful actor as well. Both of these guys are incredibly successful <laughs> and talented. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, we've both grown up in and around right. the entertainment industry. So we know the ins and outs and the weird stuff that you see that, like you were saying, being a nine-year-old and you're like, oh, these are people doing cocaine, yeah. but it's not real <laughs> cocaine, but like, that's normal. Yeah, like we, we were in Barcelona, me and my sister and my mother and my uh, dad, and my dad was doing the scene where he jumped in front of a, a, a guy and got shot, and they had blood packets, you know, how all the blood packets on him, and my little sister was like five or six, and he jumps in front, and it was all outside so we could watch it, and they hit the thing, and all the blood goes, <laughs> and Gabrielle goes, daddy! <laughs> That's and perfect. he saw the directors like, cut! Who, who was that? And who's screaming? And my dad gets up, and he's like, Oh no, Gabriella! They yeah, ruined it. They had to get a new shirt, put the blood back on him. She just saw her father get, get shot, shot and murdered right in. F- and then he gets up and, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, I'm fine." And no one gave a sh- no one reacted. He just got shot. And everyone's standing there. Yeah, and she she freaked out. Oh my god, it was so funny. Yeah, it's really funny. I'm trying to think about uh, if I've had uh, there was one there was one situation that 
uh, or no, it was so every, every all like the roles that I did were always I didn't really do many like kids movies, mm-hmm. so there were yeah, always you, yeah there were always uh, times where like the adults would be around and like I was the only kid <laughs> on set and they'd be like, is this can we say fuck in front of this kid like and I'd be like yeah Just fuck it say whatever you want my Go mom would it. be around she was like he's he can handle himself he's used to it yeah <laughs> it's like trust me he's he's fine but yeah I never saw my dad get shot though. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. It was more interesting to watch my sister watch my dad get shot. How old were you at that time? I was like 12. Oh, okay. But I've, I've always been around it. Yeah. So I, it didn't really bother me. I was also older, so I knew like this is a movie. Yeah. You know, even when I was like a really little kid, he would always have me read uh, scripts with him. Oh, that's cool. Like widely inappropriate scripts. That's so, really like a little cool, kid. And I just like didn't know. And that's kind of how I got into the acting is him and my mom would just be like, oh, yeah, so, like, pretend that you are, like, Vinny in the script. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And I'm like, this is fun. I like this. Yeah. It's it's exhilarating when you get to pretend to be someone else. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. It's professional, like, pretend. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's it's being a professional liar. Yeah. <laughs> you get to yeah. walk around and be like, "This is me. This is what I do. I've killed these many people. I have. I did this. Yeah, this is what yeah. I've done. And I'm then, not pretending. Yeah, I really did it. I really did. Yeah. It. Are you are you like a method like really method actor uh, or are you? No, not really. Yeah. Um. Not like if you had to kill no, someone. No, no, would no, you no. Kill I'll actually go out and kill yeah. someone. I mean, I like to get as much into the role as I can. I feel like once I'm a little better at acting, I can then call, tell everyone that I'm a method actor. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. I don't know. You shouldn't say that. No, I, mean, I guess that. not. Yeah, you're that's self-deprecation. Yeah, that's well, but that's what we do. That's that is, what we do as <laughs> as performers. We hate ourselves and we knock ourselves down for things yeah. that we shouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. There was a I I always get the quote wrong, and I wish I had a producer that could like correct me at the end of this. But there's this one amazing quote that's like. I'm going to completely do it, say this wrong. It's like Francis Ford Coppola, which is probably not, uh, says to like Dustin Hoffman when they're filming some movie. I don't remember what it was, but he's, he like Dustin Hoffman like stayed up for like four days mm-hmm. and he's like, how do I get you know really into this character? I don't think it's Francis Ford Coppola. I think it's like Sidney Poitier or I don't know, but he turns to him and he goes, I don't know, try acting. And it's this great thing. That's like, <laughs> sometimes you do too much. Yeah, and you get it like in your own head and you just kind of freak yourself out. And you got to just believe that you have the ability to do it. Oh, totally. Bob Krakauer, one of the best acting teachers ever. He, uh, I, I took classes with him and I, we would do like mock auditions on like these really crazy scenes. And I, would, I used to walk in like in my own head and he just gave me like the best piece of advice, which was like, you are as prepared as you're going to be. Yeah. For this role right now. Like when you walk into an audition room, you are as prepared as you could possibly be at that moment. Just go in and wing it, yeah. With you know, the the work that you've done. But I've botched auditions because I've been like, oh, "Would this character be this right now?" What's the worst? <laughs> what's your worst oh uh, oh, audition just, story? Do you remember one like specifically? So many. Yeah, I do. You watch Worst I Ever Bombed on YouTube? No. Oh. Is that a? Is it's like that, this comedian thing where it's like all like Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock and all these big comedians, and they tell you like the worst they ever bombed. That sounds amazing. And it makes you feel so good because you're like, oh, like, everybody does it. Like they went through the mud too, you know. Like yeah. they bombed. Yeah. You know, I've bombed 
oh many a lot of times well, not a lot of times but you know enough that I've you been the, like any other actor yeah has yeah yeah i've I, I you know i've been on some really funny auditions i've been on some really funny gigs too i think the worst one ever was i i played a i did this show in new jersey uh early in september so it was like i think it was like 105 degrees and Ooh. i was with my band and we we were playing at a food food festival in a parking lot which of, where just in the middle of new jersey wait i live in the uh, oh, from the middle of new jersey we, and was, i went uh, to a food festival at a park at a bed bath and beyond no park no, yeah <laughs> No, it, it was, was a, at a horse race park. Oh, no, it wasn't yeah. there. It wasn't even that legit. It was like this big uh, parking lot in the middle of a Bed Bath & Beyond, like right outside. And it was like just a bunch of uh, of carts and like tents and stuff of like sausage and peppers and like pasta and stuff. And they had me play. <laughs> Were you singing about the carts and the sausages? And I might as well have been. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Was it one of those things where like anybody was listening or were you just like, no one's listening. They're all doing their own thing and we're just hot. Well, I'll, I'll explain um, a little, a little bit of both actually. So we're there. It's like 12, me and my band are there and I'm like, okay. So I go to the DJ. I'm like, can we go on? They're like, yeah, you, you guys are going on at like two. I'm like, all right, fine. It's like packed all of a sudden, you know, one o'clock people are leaving. It's super hot by the way. And it's New like, Jersey gets disgustingly humid. Yeah, it gets, and also we're by a bunch of grills oh. and food and just, oh, it's gross. And we, it's like two o'clock and we go to the guy and we're like, hey, so, you know, can we go on? And the guy goes, oh, we, you know, you have to keep waiting. We're not ready. So it's like three o'clock. We're still there. It's like four o'clock. We're still there. And we finally go to this guy again. We're like, dude, can we go on? And he goes, no, no, no. We're just waiting for Batman. This is a true story. This is a true story. This is completely true. And I was like, what? He goes, we're waiting for Batman. And I was like, what do you mean, Batman? And he's like, there's this guy that's coming in. He's going to come in a big van, and he's, like, going to promote and, like, do all this stuff with the kids. So, like, an hour later, like, 4.45, 5 o'clock, this van rolls up, and this dude, this, like, big, sweaty Italian guy in an <laughs> ill-fitting Batman costume gets out, and he's like, you know, come to Mike Subs. He's walking around and he's like, hey, kids, it's Batman. It's Batman. And then, like, Spider-Man is getting out. And oh, Spider-Man too, yeah. Superheroes and they're just like, it's Same just universe. ridiculous. And they get out and they're there for like 20 minutes. And then the guy goes, all right, you know, go ahead. It's so your you turn. had to, Batman was your opener. Batman was opener and there was about five people at the end of the show. There was, <laughs> there was just five people there. Just like two guys like eating uh, like a hot dog. They wouldn't let you go on until Batman did mm -hmm. his thing. No, for some reason, Batman had to go on. Did they... Um, Before. It was, that was the worst gig. That, was, that's, that sounds yeah up there. What about you? Do you have like a really bad like audition or gig story? I have a really, story? really bad... Well, it's, it's like the best it, like audition experience that I could possibly have gone on, but I just believe I did terrible because I was so nervous. <sighs> so I went out for uh, my favorite writer director Judd Apatow. I went out for Trainwreck. Oh shit. And he's the uh, best. He's the best. Yeah. And I my like my dream is to work with like it's the ultimate. So yeah. like I had this callback with him and I was like holy shit like I can't believe this is happening. And I I I get there and like 
like Ezra Miller is there. Like all like these really good actors. He's yeah. the one who ended up getting the part. Like deservedly so. He's fucking fantastic. But uh I'm like, oh my god, like what the fuck am I doing here? Like I'm just and I kept trying to be like, okay, like you got this, like whew, like do these breathing yeah. exercises, like, hey man, you were ace venture <laughs> And then I was like, fuck, that's not helping. That's doing the opposite. And I was like, okay, okay, you got this, like whatever. And I walk in the room and he's in like a Led Zeppelin shirt and he's like, Oh, what's up, dude? And I was like, Oh my god. I like freaked out. I was like, Hi. my legs were numb. I don't remember what I did, but all I know is at the end of it, he like laughed and he was like, oh, that's funny. You know, uh, my, my daughters and I used to watch uh, Ace Ventura Jr. So now hearing you make those make these really inappropriate jokes is great. And I'm like, like in my head, like this guy watched that movie. He saw me. Yeah. No, but like. He's not gonna cast me. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh no. And I like walked out and was like, I'm not getting this part. Oh. I'm not getting and I never heard back and I didn't get it, but I was like, I think I blew it. I think I truly Bro, also But you definitely killed it. No, he no, he definitely just laughed because of the situation <laughs> and like not because it was good. And I was like, oh my and then there have been times where I've gone in and just only a couple of times. I usually try to be very prepared, but like don't know my lines at yeah. all. You know, where you just like, something's going on Some, in your life. Life gets in the way sometimes and you just, you're in this situation where you're like, I have to do this thing before yeah. the audition. Yeah. Oh man, I know. It's the worst feeling when you go into an audition and like you really want it more than all the other ones. It, it makes it worse. It does. It makes it so much worse. You and definitely then, do worse. And then you try to tell yourself after the audition, like I, do the, I always do this little ritual after every audition where I throw out my sides do you That's, do no, I'm a psychopath. I sleep with them. them? Un, I sleep with them under my oh, under my pillow until <laughs> I get a call, like the callback call. or whatever, and I never do. I, uh, it's like a it thing where sucks. I'm like, no, this is the one. Like I'm gonna put this under my pillow, like it's Manifest. near my head. Yeah, as if like it's that's it. gonna fucking do anything. I yeah, man. I I like throwing them out because I I go like you know what I did it. I can't do anything about it anymore. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. And like I tell my, my like I'll, I talk to my parents about it like immediately after. How did you do it? Like, I think I did good. They laughed at this. We did this scene twice. Right. And then I don't want to talk about it again because I'm just going to keep remembering it. Same thing with my girlfriend. After the, after the day of the audition, I'm like, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Yeah. Don't bring it up to me because I will forget about it. I've started doing that. I've started trying to do that with my parents because like my mom, so my mom and I, would travel everywhere together like when I was filming stuff growing mm -hmm. up. So my dad would stay home and he worked and with my older brother and my mom would travel with me everywhere. So we started to have like too close of a relationship. Like, I mean, I love my mom. She's the greatest person on the planet. Right. But like we now like can't talk about the business because we just get at each other. Yeah, because it's I do this, the same thing with my mom. Yeah, it's this thing where it's like when you grow up with it, you start to like your parents almost become like your friends. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like your managers. Yeah. Sort of. And it's like this weird thing where you're like, you know, you, you realize you're talking to your parents a certain way. And you're like, fuck, like that's not how that's people not talk way. to their parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you feel really guilty because you're like, no one else does this. No. But then you realize that like actors, I guess, do this. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. I, I, sometimes the way I speak to my parents, my friends are like, are you kidding? Yeah. I'm like, oh no, it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Like you, yeah. But my parents are like, no, it's not fine. Like, I don't yeah. know why you ever thought you could do that. And I'm it's like, like, well, because we grew up in this crazy world where they're like, you have to be on set, you know, this thing. And you're like, fuck that. I'm not good. No, yeah. mom, take care of it, mom. Yeah. And she's like, I got you. Yeah. He's not coming. 
<laughs> Let me get. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's so, a crazy world. What about uh let's talk about for a second Sharknado. Cuz yeah. you got Shark- you obviously did well uh Sharknado was fun. Going out for that. So that, that was, was a good audition. That was a really funny weird audition cuz I've never done anything like that before. Right. Because part of the the whole shtick of Sharknado is that the shark CGI is not good. Right. That's like the gimmick, you know? Right. So when you go into the audition, first off, I was the only one actually who went in there, as far as I could see, who was taking it seriously. I walked into an audition room filled of people. I was going to ask you, did they want you to do it as serious as possible or did they want you to yeah, camp it up? No, 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 because the point is, the, the, the reason it's funny is because the characters are serious. Right. That's why it's funny, because you're serious that there's a Sharknado. We got to get out of here. There's a Sharknado. Right. If we were laughing about it, like, get out of here. Like, this, that's stupid. Right. But it's, the, it's that we're taking it seriously. So everyone was in the audition room, like, hitting their friends, like, hey, so look at this. And I was, I was literally sitting on the couch, like, you're going to nail this thing. <laughs> like, no matter what they say, you're going in there, and you're going to rip this script apart. Right. I memorized all the lines. Like, I didn't go to school that day, and the day before, I was a senior in high school. I was just, like, preparing for this thing. And I walked in, and the, the girl was so funny who was auditioning me. She's like, okay, ready? You're in a sinking car, and there's sharks around you. Action. And I'm just like, okay. And then I just had to, like, go like this. Did they want you to, to, to improvise? Or oh, was it, it, was all, okay. it was mostly um, improvising. Wow. So we read, the, we read the lines. She's like, oh, great. Okay, great. That was half the audition. And she's like, oh, so now... You know, in the movie, you're going to have to run from fake sharks and, like, fight, you know, basically nothing. Right. So she's like, okay, you're in a car and it's sinking and it's there's sharks all around you and you're on, you know, that's the scene where we were on top of the taxi, right, mm-hmm. on Broadway. Yeah, on Broadway, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's sharks around us. And we so that was the audition scene and she was like, and action. And I was like having to jump around the room and I'm like going, ah, get, get it down, get down right there. And she's going, there's a shark above you. Get with the chase on. I have to go, ah, and I'm doing all this crazy motion. She's like, awesome. And she's like, now improvise these lines. And we were just going back and forth about like running from sharks. And she was like, great job. Great job. And she sent me on my way and I got a call back and I did the same thing. <laughs> the same thing again. And then I got I got the role. But That's what's funny awesome. about that is I was a fan of the first movie. I watched the first movie bef- like years before I knew that I was doing right. the second one. When it came on, you saw it and you were like, this is incredible. I was like, this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I called all my friends. I'm like, you'll never guess what I just got cast in. And they were Shark like, NATO too. Oh my god! Yeah, and then how I, was the friend reaction to that? Well, um, my friends are really weird. Okay, yeah, me too. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's what makes the best friends. Yeah, like I like my closest friends are I, I met doing theater growing mm-hmm. up in the theater and like in my band. So they're all like real heady actor musician weird dudes. Right. So they're just like, oh my god, that's awesome, that's Shark NATO. And then I went to like Berkeley, and everyone. Well, not you know. All my friends were just like, "Oh, like you're in Sharknado." You're the Shark. Like, are you Sharknado? Yeah, I would sit down at a table, and like one of my friends would always come by and be like, "This dude is in Sharknado too." Just walk (laughs) away, and they'd be like, "No way!" And I'm like, "Oh boy, yeah, yep, Sharknado, man. It was really a time." And we filmed it in like right on Broadway at six o'clock. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do they do? Do they they lock down the street, or were they like, "No, fuck it, we'll just have"? Not at all. Not even a little. 
So there was people just like staring at us. Well, because they kind of want that. They want people to to be like, oh my God, there's something. Yeah, but what they had to do for parking, they ha- you know how there's like those big pink parking signs, like no parking, filming. Of- yeah, they yeah. had to change it from Sharknado 2 to Vortex 2. They had to make up a name because when people would read that it's Sharknado 2, oh, they, they would, would stay. There. Yeah. They would stay there. Like there was a big cult following for this thing. Oh, it was yeah. hilarious that I was doing it. And uh yeah, we did my we did everything with like Vivica Fox and Ian Zeering and like Tara Reed and all, everyone That's so and Courtney. Yeah, Courtney, of course. Yeah. So we so let's get there real quick. Uh Dante and I met had we met prior to that? I've seen like you in, in audition rooms. Yeah. So many times. We've seen each other yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. But we like finally like met each other mm-hmm. um at through our mutual good friend Courtney Baxter. Courtney. I love you, Courtney. Courtney is like, I, she's done so much for me. It's unbelievable. She's, she's awesome. Yeah. Super talented. She has a uh, film festival called the 30 Under 30 Film Festival, right? That's, yeah. yeah yes, 30 I want to make sure I say it right. Um, and uh, we met there mm-hmm. at, the at the festival. After party, yeah. At the after party. And we like finally like shot the shit and we're like, I was hey. Like, I was, yeah. This I was like, I see cool. you. All the time in audition rooms. Yeah. yeah. We we always did that like that nod. Yeah. You know, like, oh, what's up, man? Hey. Hey, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. Let's go in for this one now. Yeah. yeah. There's like this unspoken like friendship between um. like <laughs> all act like for every uh like age look group, whatever. Yeah, there's like, like a little group of yeah. yeah. <laughs> People that you always see that it's just like, oh, this person's like Same sort type. of my friend yeah. now. It's like, oh, it's up. Yeah. Hey man, how you doing? We're going in for this thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. We go from this audition to the next one. Do you remember the last one that we that I that like we saw each other at? My memory is really spotty I when don't it comes remember. to something I also like try that. to forget them. Right, that's too. true. You said that. Um I feel like if you remember them, they kind of eat you up a little. Oh yeah. You know? They really like I was Oh God, what was I just auditioning? You ever, you know what's, <laughs> you definitely can relate to this. Not, no one, I, I, no one can do this. Um, you ever watch something that you audition for and then you don't know you auditioned for it really and then you just like hear some of the lines you're like, why does that sound familiar? I've said those lines. Why does that sound familiar to me? Oh my God. <laughs> like, I read for this fucking role. I was, yeah. I was watching 13 Reasons Why. Oh. And there was that scene where Clay, you ever, you I didn't watch, I didn't go out for it and I haven't watched it yet. There's this scene where like Clay's in like the garage and his mom comes in and he's like, what are we, didn't we talk about helicopter parenting? And I was like, I'm like, wait a minute. I know this. I did the scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, this is, and I look, I look at my email. I'm like, Dante Palmetari, 13 reasons why. And I see that my manager sent it to me like, ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. Like, there's, there's always ones where they change the name yeah. of the movie oh, yeah. or TV show. And you're like. Huh, that's this looks familiar. There was I, I read for that movie Love Simon that's coming out. Awesome. It, killer movie. Oh, you saw it? So, oh yeah, amazing. Oh, but anyway. Yeah. No, the script is fantastic and I wanted it so bad. It wasn't I didn't read so, for the Simon character. I read for like I forget his name. Uh he's like well, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody, but he's uh I think I know what character you're talking about. Yeah, like or whatever. I read for it. I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But when I when I read for it, it was the name of the book. It was Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, and because oh, cool. uh, that was that was the book that it was based that it's based off of. And it's funny, like after all this time, I saw a trailer. I was like, "This movie looks good." What is? And I was like, "Oh, this is that this movie. This is that movie." Yeah, and you're just like, "Oh shit! Oh, I really wanted this movie." Damn it. Yeah. There. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Oh. Is there? 
is there something, uh, do you ever get that feeling where like, so you'll watch something and you'll be so, or you'll go after something and you'll want it so bad and you'll be so pissed off that someone else got it. Oh God, and yeah. then you watch it and you're like, fuck that guy, fuck that guy. And then you watch and they're amazing. And you're like, all right. And you're like, fuck, they're so good. I get it. Yeah, you're just like, uh, okay, fine. Yeah. You were amazing. I can't get mad. Yeah, I can't get mad at you. That's so, yeah. ah, you're so good. Well, that's also, when I catch myself doing that, I get like really, I like look inward and I'm like, that's little Dante getting upset. Like that you didn't get the role. Like your role will come. Yeah. Just be patient. I know it's, it's annoying because you wanted it. See, I like talking it. to you about it because you're giving me the good advice because I'm little Josh all the time because no. I'm, <laughs> I'm tiny, but I also always have that where no. I'm just like, no, fuck this. Fuck that. I'm pissed off. No, I, I definitely feel that. And there's always like a set, like the day, I, you know, I, f- I feel like all actors give themselves that like timeline. Like if I don't hear back in this amount of days, I officially am upset. Oh yeah. You know? So like, I kind of do that. And after that deadline of like, if I don't hear back in four days, that's it for me. And then on that fifth day, I'll be like, these fucking days. <laughs> and then I'm just like, you know, all right. Yeah. What they looked at me and they're like, no, we hate this guy. Choose that. Like I, there was something about me that obviously I didn't get the role on. Well, but there's so much, see, that's the thing is there's so much about it. That's not, you're like probably the majority of it is not how good it's of an type. actor you are. Yeah. It's tight, man. My dad once didn't get a role because the director's ex-wife's new boyfriend looked too much like my dad. That's his, that's his, that's his, like, if anybody out kidding? there that's listening to this that has no idea about the, like about how actors get roles in the entertainment industry, like whatever. Yeah. This, that is the perfect yeah. example. Isn't that crazy? It. It's insane. It, like in that, and now I'm ca- I'm starting to like do this new music video, and I'm casting it now. And I get these like audition reels, and I'll be like, "This person is sick, but she doesn't look the for the part." Yeah, I'm like, but she's an incredible actor. Yeah, but just not. You not start for to this. realize that it's it's it, a whole yeah. It makes sense, it and makes I sense. hate that it makes sense because yeah. now I'm on the other side. Like, oh no, yeah. Now I'm the one doing it. But it also feels kind of good. Well, see, so I went to college. I went to college for I went to the school of visual arts. I went for directing and I studied writing and everything. And I love writing and I, I wrote a movie. And um, I just have when you write something, whether it's a short film, a music video, a movie, whatever the hell it is, you have in your head like this is what the I see. Yeah. And then you start to realize, yeah, when you have people that mm-hmm. you think w- like would be perfect for it, and then it's like oh my God, that person just doesn't look like what I have yeah. in my head. And yeah. then you start to realize like, this is what it's like. This is just what it's like. This is it. You and ever it walk sucks. into an audition room and everyone there looks exactly the same as you? Yes. Like ex- like I've walked into audition rooms before and I'm like, every single one of you looks identical to me. Yeah. How the hell are, do you, are, you, are they finding these people? Mm-hmm. Everyone is like six feet, like brown hair, like the same length. Yep. Just singer, like everyone is the same. Yeah, I. What were you gonna say? Oh yeah, I. I well, I thought uh, I was like, all right, I got this. I'm super unique. No one's like five three, like whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, see if people. There's so many people. I was like, damn it. Yeah, I was just like, I thought I had this in the bag. I was like, I thought I was a really unique look, and then all of a sudden, no, there's like <sighs> ten thousand other people that look just like you. You know what I like? You know what I think about? I'm like, if you really want to. Try to do an impression of yourself 
or try to get your friends to do an impression of you. Whoa. I'll tell you why. Because, like, you know how every star now, like, if, if someone does an impression of Christopher Walken, you'll be like, oh, that's Christopher Walken. You're doing right. Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. If someone does, like, Robert De Niro, be like, that's Robert De Niro. Like, if someone can do an impression of you, you have something that, like, clearly no one else does. You act in a way that no one else can do. So, like, I, I don't know. That's Som- a really interesting. I sometimes will think about, like, how would someone do an impression of me? Is there anything that I do weirdly that, like, no one else does? Or, like, my friends will do impressions of me, and I'm like, oh, that, so that's, like, what I sound that's like. That's what I sound like, yeah, yeah. That's what I sound like. Okay, do more of that. Don't do that. Do more of that. Well, I think also you don't want to... Um, like, be not you. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I don't know. I think... Well, I think... Well, see, what you were what you were saying, it, you could flip that and do the opposite, where it's like someone does this thing that's, like, really different, that's, like, an impression of you. It's like, that's what makes Christopher Walken Christopher Walken. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. the fact that he has that funny voice... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...is, like, he wouldn't try to change that. Like, no, that's w- the thing that's... He wouldn't try to change it, but I, he's definitely aware of it. Oh, yeah. You know? Have you heard the story of Bradley Cooper yeah. meeting him? Where he's like, pineapple. Pi- pineapple. 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 Yeah. He's he's really funny. <laughs> I love him. That is such a great story. Pineapple. I love when he does when he's doing the, the scene, when Christopher Walken's doing the scene of Wedding Crashers, and he kept going, I'm fodding. You ever see that? I'm fodding. Oh, yeah, I'm yes. Yeah, and everyone was just like la- just <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm fodding. Bradley Cooper... I met him one time. How was he? He seems like a sweetheart. He's the man. Mm-hmm. He, we were at, um, we were at one of my one of my dad's friends' house, and I was like just sitting there eating, and I guess my dad went up to him and was like, "My son is a huge fan of you," and like I didn't know he's there, and he walks over and he taps me on the shoulder, and he, I just turn around, and he goes, "Hey, I'm Bradley." I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, yeah, I hi. know. <laughs> How are you doing?" And then he was like playing tennis, and then he's like, "Hey, man, there was like four wheelers." He's like, "You want to go uh, four wheeling with Jeez. me?" I'm like, "Are you kidding?" This yeah, is so kick ass. And yo, he floors it, man. Oh yeah, definitely. He loves to move. So we're on this like I'm like on a, the passenger side of him. I'm on the passenger oh, side. Oh, it's so close. I was trying to to give him a little hint that there you can we move go. closer, and then you got like really in there. And he oh, yeah. just like guns it and me and bradley cooper are like flying down this hill i'm like holding on for dear life and he's just like yeah me and bradley cooper flying down this hill on four yeah on four wheelers it was really fun sounds like a name of like a beatles song that like never got made got released that would still probably be a number one hit Mm -hmm. me and bradley cooper flying down this hill you ever listen to a beatles record and you're just like wow this was a number one hit and then it goes to the next song you're like so is this one. Yeah. And then the next track, you're like, yeah, and this one so too. This one. Do you ever find and like the hidden terrible songs though? Like right really. after Blackbird is a song on, on the White Album. I believe Blackbird's on the White Album. Mm-hmm. Right after Blackbird is a song called Piggies. And literally, you, you seen the I freaking hate that song so oh. much. But it's so funny because Blackbird ends and it's like the most beautiful yeah. song of all time. And then you hear like, <laughs> bling, 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 bling. Like, have you seen the, the little piggies? It's just like, oh my God. Like right after Blackbird, like why? That might've been the point. I, I don't know. They're fucking geniuses. That might've, they might've just wanted to just be like, all right. So now after that, let's just ruin that mood. Let's put the most ridiculous let's just song. destroy it. I, I heard that I Am the Walrus was written, um, I don't know, my roommate in, in school told me this. I don't know if it's true or not, but he told me that 
they wrote that John Lennon wrote the lyrics to that because he heard that a bunch of English teachers were like analyzing his lyrics. I heard that story and he too. was like, that's not the point. So he just wrote this crazy nonsensical song. Yeah. Just so everyone would like go crazy trying to figure out what it was. He's like, it doesn't mean anything. I've heard that too. It doesn't have to mean anything. Yeah. Like stop trying to contain it and like you know, I when I was at, at school, my professor Pat Pattinson, like one of the most just absolute genius. I wrote this song and I told him like, I feel like it's too short, you know? And he goes, no, no, no. A song only needs to be as long as a dog's legs. And the whole class was like, what? And he goes, to get it where it needs to go. And I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, shit. That's the most fucking, that's intense. You know? Yeah. Like so, a dachshund's got little tiny legs, but he gets them where he needs to go. Gets it where he needs to go fine. I love those dogs. Yeah, they're great. They're so cute. My buddy has two wiener dogs that are father oh. and son. Uh-huh. It's the cutest thing ever. I love dogs, man. Yeah. I love dogs. Dogs and dog breeds like really mess with me. Who's your Who's your dog? What What kind of dog? You All right, so dog? I have three dogs. Okay. I have a cockapoo. Her name is Coco. She's my cockapoo. Coco. She's my little baby girl. She's a human. I'm. She makes me believe in reincarnation. Okay. I'm convinced she was a person. In a I don't past think you're life. crazy because my dog growing up, I believe is the same thing. Yeah. I like this dog. When you look at this dog, it's like, you know that she's thinking there's yeah. wheels turning in her head. She'll do this thing that makes me laugh every time where if she's walking down the hallway, I'll look at her. I'll be like, hi Coco. And she'll look at me and then just keep walking. She looks, she gives you, she looks at me like, I don't really have time for you right now. <laughs> I, there's like I have things to get done. There's bones to chew. There's beds to sleep right. on. Like you can pet me later. Right. I got, but I gotta go. I gotta go. And she'll just walk away and be like, "Okay, bye." But yeah. then I have two other dogs named Kaiser and Wolfgang, and they're both King Shepherds, which is a kick-ass name. They're fun. They're funny dogs. Their Wolfgang is 150 pounds. Whoa! And he is a dick. Okay. He's the most aggravating, annoying dog ever. But you still love him. Does he try to bite people? No, that's the problem is he's not aggressive he's just like a big he's like lenny from of mice and men he like doesn't know how big he is so if you're sitting on the couch he'll literally just jump on you oh i mean but that's and you're like you're cute but i can't breathe yeah and you're trying to push him off or he'll if you open the door to get in the car he'll just jump in (laughs) and josh you're not moving him if he doesn't want to move you're not moving him 150 pounds a big dog you're not moving him (laughs) he weighs more than i do he's enormous we think we don't really know completely what he is we think he is a german shepherd mixed with um an akita or an alaskan malamute because he's abnormally big wow and he has like these big wrinkles he's massive but you're gonna see a picture of this dog after this yeah yeah. but he's the least aggressive dog on the planet and then what about your other dog that's kaiser he was the son of our former king shepherd um, who is like an insane watchdog. Whoa. Yeah, my dad got this like crazy watchdog because he's out of his mind. And he got this dog named Camus, who I love, but he would just sit in the driveway and he would just stare. Ooh. And he wouldn't move. That's what he would want to do. That's scary. We didn't train him to do that. Yikes. We didn't really train him that much. We trained him like come, sit, stop barking, all the standard yeah. stuff, but we didn't train him to like, you know, to, to bark at cars and to, like if someone, if you came over to, came over and you were in your car, I would have to come and greet you at your car. Because if you got out of this car, he would. this dog is, yeah, you're not. Well, first off, you wouldn't get out of the car because he would literally just 
be sta- staring right. I'm picturing the dog having like a like a mafia like. That's like, exactly what it was. You think you're gonna come? I'm doing yeah. Christopher Walken. <laughs> you, you think, think you're gonna, you're come, gonna to come to my house. house? You're not gonna come to my house. I'm Camus. Yeah, I'm Camus. You're not coming to my house. <laughs> he was mean. Okay. And Kaiser's his son, who's he had like this heart condition as a kid. Uh, as a kid, as a, kid, as a little. See, kid. I think of them as actual people. Yeah. As a puppy, um, we weren't supposed to take him because we were we bred Camus, and then we were gonna give the puppies away. But he had this heart condition, and we like fell in love. We're like, oh, we'll just keep him for like a couple days, and that's you can't do that. Yep. Nope. With the puppy, you can't do that. So we take this puppy home, and we're looking at him. And, the people were like, hey, so we're going to come and pick up Kaiser. My mom's like, no. No, you're not. No, you're, no, you're not. He's not for sale anymore. Yeah. She's like, he's a little baby. He's Kaiser. He's my boy. He's like our old, he's like an old man. He doesn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> it's, all, it's hilarious. Very different than his father. The polar opposite. Well, because yeah. he was like seriously injured as a puppy. Mm, so he's right. like not aggressive at all. So he he doesn't care about anything. It's great. You walk in the house and he'll just be sitting there. Even as probably did this. So he'll just look at you. I'm like hi Kaiser. He goes like, mm. and he just puts his head down. Mm. You, I'll take the ball and I'll be like, want want to go? And I throw the ball in the backyard and he just will look at it and it just like goes. Whew. He just looks back up at you. He's like, and he just walks away. What am I supposed to do yeah. with this ball? Like, I don't find this amusing. <laughs> I'm just picturing your dog is just Christopher Walken now. Yeah, all three of them. They're all Christopher They're, Walken. We, me and my girlfriend almost adopted a dog like a week ago. We came wow. really close. It was, that's it an was, intense. You know that's an intense decision. It was, yeah, no, no, we didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. It was not a good idea. Yeah. But the dude really knew how to sell this dog. He's like, mm. oh my God, this dog is, it was a little French bulldog. And he's like, oh, this dog is really bonding with you guys. Oh like, God. I'd be like, fuck off right yeah, now. It was Get really, out of here. It really loved you. It seemed that it really was connecting with, with both of you. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, my God, it is. It is. Yeah. And we went outside and we called all of our parents. I'm like, I think we're going to get this dog. And my mom is the worst person to call with an impulse decision. Because like, she's like, do it. You can make it work. You can do it. You get the dog. It's adorable. And my dad was like, are you crazy? A dog? You're getting a dog right now? Yeah, that's what you need to worry about. That's a, a good impression. Dog. You're doing a good impression. Yeah. Right now. You can't even take care of yourself right now. You're taking care of a dog. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, thanks, dad. Yeah, got it. You can't even take care yeah. of yourself right now. A dog, really? I never understand. I feel like all fathers have this animosity towards new dogs. I have I a story for you. I want to hear it because I don't get that. I so so I grew up uh, with a beagle named Richter, named after Mike Richter from the New York Rangers. We're big New York awesome. Rangers fans in my family, uh, and he lived until he was like seventeen. This dog lived forever. Oh wow! But uh, so when he was like six or seven, we got this other dog, or we were thinking about getting another dog. This is my dog Lucy, who we still have, and um, my dad was like, we'd been thinking about it for like months. I bit my lip before, and I don't know if it's worst bleeding. feeling in the whole um, world. Yeah, so I, uh, we're like, you know, Dad, we really want to get, we want to get another dog. We're little kids. Me and my brother, we're like, oh God, I don't know how old we are. We're like nine and twelve or something like that. We're like, we really want to get this other dog. We really want to get another dog. And my dad's like, well, we'll think about it. We'll yeah. think about it. I'm not sure, whatever. And finally, he goes on a business trip. That's, and my mom goes make like, the move. let's fucking, <laughs> let's fucking get another dog. Like she, he's just going to come home. We're going to have this dog. So we go and we're like looking and, and this person's like got like a couple, like all these different puppies. And, uh, there's this little Bichon poodle just like getting stepped on by all the other dogs. And uh-huh. we take her out 
And we're like, this is the dog. Game over. And we name her Lulu. Mm -hmm. And we bring her in the car and we're like, Lulu, like she's so cute. We love this dog. And we get home. And like after like two days, we like stage this. My dad like opens the door and we're all standing. Like Richter's there and we have this new dog, Lulu, in our hands. And my dad goes like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And we're like, we got a dog. And my mom's like, you're not going to make them give it back now, you know? And uh, he goes, well... He's so pissed off. He goes, what did you name it? And we go, Lulu. He goes, that's a dumb fucking name. (laughs) He goes, we have Richter. We call him Ricky. We might as well name her Lucy. Ah. And her name is Lucy. Now her name is Lucy. And she has been Lucy, my dad in a fit of rage, named. named, And they are best. They're inseparable. My dad and Lucy are inseparable. That's how it goes. Once the, yeah. Because I feel like dogs can feel like this person's not so into me. I'm going to really put on the charm she follows him around i mean she follows around everybody she's the cutest thing ever but she like sleeps in between my parents heads on a pillow (laughs) she has her own fucking throne in between my parents heads she like has her own she owns my my house she's just got this ritual where it's just like yeah every night she just like looks over at like five o'clock at five o'clock on the dot she'll sit in front of my mom and stare at her because she knows it's dinner time she'll just go and sit and just be like you gonna feed me or what are we doing here what the fuck's going on and my mom would just be like, oh, all right, I got to feed No, I'm just kidding. My mom loves her too. But yeah, it's so funny that like she just is like that. But this let me, dog. I have to sidetrack for a second because I really want to talk about uh, music for cool. a Cool. Let's talk about music, man. Um, Dante is a real, I'm like, this whole time I've been talking to you, but now I'm like, listeners, <laughs> Dante is an incredibly talented musician. Oh, I was you. jamming to your EP before thank you, you got so here. Much. Um where, where did music come from? Have you always been into music? Has that yeah, been... I've always really been into music. More so than acting, honestly. Um, I don't really know where it kind of came from. Just my mom really would always play some... My mom is like has like super awesome taste in music. She Like when I was a little kid, she would always play like just rock and roll from the 80s and 90s, like Queen and and Led Zeppelin, and she was really into grunge. Hell so yeah. I kind of grew up listening to like Audio Slave and like Tool and all that cool, all that good stuff. So I know Audio Slave, but I don't know Tool. Oh, if you don't know Tool, everybody look up Tool. They're not on Spotify. I have to look them up oh, on YouTube. Shit. They're the best. They're my favorite band. Spotify's the go-to. I'm a big Spotify guy. But Me go too. on, continue. Yep, they're not on Spotify. They're not on any social, uh, any streaming platforms. Wow. Yeah, not on iTunes. Not on anything. YouTube or CDs or wow. vinyl. If the you, Beatles were that forever, and then yeah. they finally were like, mm. "Yeah, I Paul really, McCartney was like, fuck it.' Yeah, we're going on iTunes. Yeah, like we're, we're gonna, we're about to make so much money. Do you remember when that happened? It, it was, was like an event. There was like a huge thing on in um like a, there was like a giant billboard. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Like the Beatles now on iTunes. Yeah, it was like, an event, dude. And yeah. then all of a sudden it was like Spotify, and they're like, "Oh fuck it, we'll just go on there yeah. too." Well, now it's the floodgates are open. Now yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I always, I was always really, really interested in in rock and roll and then when i was 11 i start me and my friends kind of started this band we called ourselves migraine because we played metal and we were 12 nice um was it like you guys didn't even know what you were doing you were just making loud noises no we knew what we were doing um yeah no everyone in the band was was good like we could hold a tune um our favorite song was chop suey 
by nice. System of a Down. So we did a lot of System of a Down. Is that the one that goes like, Crowd Push Report is a little makeup. You don't want to. Why do they take kids up on the table? You wanted to. You go create another fable. You wanted to. Yeah. So that's definitely different than what you make now. Super different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like kind of how I started getting into music. Me and my band, we would just like, we all had really long hair and we would just get up there and just like headbang and, you know. You just wanted to perform. Yeah, it was just so much fun. Also, I still love doing like that kind of music. Like yeah. when I'm practicing, sometimes I just like look around a little bit, even though no one's there. I still just like look around, just drop D. And I'm just like, choke, 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 choke. yeah here we go again it was so much fun uh it was really the best and then but aside from that i was also really into singer songwriter music Mm. like i heard john mayer for the first time when i was like nine or eight and my mom put on no such thing Oh, the way that song starts. That dun, 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 dun. That's oh, my favorite so song good. I've ever written. Yeah. It's so good. And I remember just in that second, I was like, whoa, like, what is that? I've never really heard that before. It wasn't like traditional pop music. Mm-hmm. Like, it was crazy. And I was like, okay, who's that? Who's that guy? So my mom would always play like Room for Squares for me, which is my favorite album. And I just, I became obsessed I have to listen to more. I mean, I love John Mayer. I have to listen to that album fully. It's my favorite album. I think I only know like a couple of songs. Listen to the album. My girlfriend gets so annoyed at me when I say this, but like you have to listen to that album. Uh, no such thing. And then just let it play. Oh, play that? Wait, is that the first song in the That's album? That's the first song on the oh, album. So just play it. Just play the whole album. Yeah. Like just start from no such thing and just sit there and just don't touch anything and let it go all the way and it will take you on like a musical journey. Yeah. I think of, I feel Continuum is like that. Continuum. I love that album so much. I love Continuum. It's so good. For me, it, the, the, my favorite albums go, honestly, in the order that they were re- released. Is that with most artists, you feel? No, just I, f- I find that with John Mayer. It's oh. like um, No Such Thing and then Heavier Things and then Continuum right. and then Battle Studies. Do you still feel that? Like yeah. it's just. Yeah. Do you still like his new stuff? Or is oh it my like, God, his new stuff is like insane i love it he's just so good he's so good and he is like yeah. the most fun person to follow on he, social media he really is he's so weird he's and so, so smart yeah, yeah and, and he's witty. so smart the guy's incredible anyone any of my friends who's listening to this are just like ah oh, here he goes again with john mayer no i'm right there because i talk about him to everyone and some i feel like i do it a little too much he's no. my i met him tw- like twice i met i saw him uh, last year on uh, in april at his madison square garden Sean, he's just so amazing. Oh my god. Is he just the nicest dude too? I want to be friends with him. That's all I want. I don't even like I'm not like, hey man, like can I get an autograph? I'm like, dude, let's just yeah, let's just chill. I just want to chill with you. And his band, like people people like sleep on his band, like the musicians in his band a lot. Think about it. Steve Jordan, like the trio, like Steve Jordan and Pino Palladino are some of like the actual like actually the greatest musicians ever ever. Yeah. They're unreal when they play Do you play think together. he's the best guitarist of our generation? I think or like of our gener- like of his generation? Of his? I mean, one of them, absolutely. I think it's like him or Jack White. Jack White's great, yeah. But it's there's like a couple a couple people that are of like the popular ones because I'm sure there are tons of like session yeah, unknown, musicians, just yeah, dudes that rip, yeah, like yeah. session musicians <laughs> that are, or like Dave Grohl or something. Like, but I feel like of like the no like pop 
just like a guitar music. player. Stri- yeah. Like not like if get rid of the songwriting and 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 all that stuff. Like just dudes that shred. Yeah. Yeah. John Mayer is definitely one of the. He's one of the best guys. One un- of unreal. the best. Yeah. And people don't really know that. Like yeah. when I talk to a lot of my friends, they don't. They're like, yeah, he's good. I'm like, no, you don't. He's unreal. Listen how intricate the music is, and it's so funny because all like I I started playing the guitar like three years ago. <laughs> And I basically just like wanted to be like a rhythm guitarist. Like I never wanted to learn how to like really go crazy. Like I can't, I just can't do it. And I was like, I'm just going to look up how to play neon. And I was oh, just that's like, a fun one. I was like, nope, I can't do this. He has, a, and I'm sure that's like probably like a simpler of his crazy songs. I no, don't know. it's hard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a hard one. That's, that's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's how fast it's like, like it goes so quick. No, he has some hard ones. Like bigger than my body is really weird. Um, uh, in in your atmosphere, is ridiculously hard to play. I don't know that song. It's on um, where the light is, a live album. Okay. Look, um, that one is crazy hard. Just and the best part is it's live too. It's, it's live. live yeah, it's live. It's and you're just like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's what that's really what it sounds like. Just you and the guitar. Did you hear? Why he says like he doesn't think he's as good as he is. Like I, I saw something. I forgot what it was. Or no, he did like a like a mini documentary or something. Mm-hmm. And he or for that, I think it was for it was like leave. I, I'm gonna someday I'll fly. Whatever it was, yeah. it was like a mini documentary yeah, yeah. or something. And he talks about like oh when I'm performing live, like I like his brain works mm-hmm. faster than his hands. So he's like frustrated that he's oh. not as good as he thinks he can be. That's like the curse. Yeah. Because your brain insane. is always going to be like a little bit ahead. But like imagine being as good as that is well, and al- your brain is still a little bit ahead. There's always, there's always somewhere to go. There's always another you know, place to go. It's which insane. is what's so frustrating. Yeah. As a musician, you're literally never done learning. Yeah. Like, Do you like that or does that scare you? I mean, it, it kind of... It, it, it kind of calms me in a way. It's like I'll never really be done playing guitar. So there's no point in stressing about it. Oh, Just practice. But do you ever think that like the music that you're making, because you know you're going to get like better, do you ever be like, oh, the music that I'm making now isn't good because I know I'm going to get better. And oh, then when I, you're making that music, you're like, this isn't good because it's like a never-ending circle well, where it's you're like, like... a it's like a story. Your, yeah. disco- your discography is like a story of your life and of your musical career. Right. You know, so if when you listen to like Room for Squares or any, you know, artist's first album, it will usually, hopefully, be vastly different from their last album. Yeah. And you can understand like that's kind of where they were at yeah. that point in time. Like the, the new music I'm going to put out is not like my EP. I mean, it, you know, it has the same like themes and it's me singing. It's the same like brand, if you will, but mm-hmm. it's different music. Because I'm not in the same place I was when I wrote all those other songs. And, right. like, I'm going to get better. Because um, I'll feel that way when it comes to, like, either, like, little songs that I'm making or, like, acting. Like, if I'll oh, write... Oh, yeah, I know. I'll write, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll write, like, a short film and I'll love it. And, like, three years later I'll watch and I'll be like, this is so bad. Yeah. But then I'm like, I wonder, it's like a, it's like a thing that like eats at you because then you wonder if the thing that you're writing now, at least me, I'm like, the thing that I'm writing now, I'll be like, is this bad? Because I think it's good now. But then like three years from now, I'll watch it back and go, oh, that was bad. Yeah. But you, you also have to trust yourself and know that like you're talented. Yeah. And like what you're making doesn't suck. Like, uh, like yesterday and a little bit this morning, I really was getting into watching like terrible, botched x-factor auditions 
sometimes you just need that pick me up. You right. know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, that's bad. That's pretty sadistic. Like, yeah, it is. It totally <laughs> it's is. Funny. I mean, I've done it, but it's like you go on and you'd be like, yeah, I'm not bad. That's bad. Yeah. Well, it is. Like, yeah, it yeah. is. Or like, I, you go to an open mic, and a lot of people are good, but then that one, you know, a couple people get up there, and you're like, okay. I know I'm not like that. See, I'm scared I'm that person because you know that person's getting up going, I know I'm not like those other people. Yeah, but you can, <laughs> there's, there has to be a way you can like, unless you're completely delusional. See, I don't know if I'm delusional. Yeah, I guess because people who are delusional don't know they're delusional. Don't know they're delusional. I don't yeah. know. It's like that, that, that oh, thing that's like, what if, what if I'm like, have no idea what's going on and like other people are just like being really nice to me, you know? It's like, maybe I, maybe oh, I have I an anxiety attack later. See, this oh, is like, what, I, this is what yeah. this show does to you. Thanks, this is Josh, what for having me on your podcast. Yeah, you got it. Oh my it. God. <laughs> yeah. No, you're talented. No, well, I'm, thank, thank you, but yeah, you know, I still, I, I mean, I get, yeah, I, I guess I do the same thing. Like when I play a show, I'll get to some of my older stuff and I'll be like, oh. I need to get some newer stuff in this set. No, but the thing is, you might think that, but then other people who are like, this is like, this is so good. You're like, I love this song. You're like, yeah. you really? Okay. Like, I'm sure yeah. John Mayer would probably be like, oh, Room for Squares is like nowhere near as good as I could be. Yeah. I don't I know. Then that. again, I've never heard him talk about it. He he used to be so cocky that he probably would be like, oh, I love it. Oh, he, yeah. well, he used I, to say yeah. some crazy stuff. Did you see when he hosted like the Tonight Show or Late Night or whatever it yeah. was? When he was like, "I'm a recovering ego, uh, ego addict, ego addict," and like he's really <laughs> serious about it, which I which I love, which is so funny because he's like he's such a good person now. He's crazy smart. Yeah, he's insanely smart. He's ha- has so many quotes that like changed me. He, like my favorite thing he said is he goes, "You develop your own style when you try to emulate someone else's and fail." Mm. I'm like, oh, that is so true. Yeah. That is so true. Is the Dante Palminteri style trying to emulate John Mayer and fail it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's trying to emulate a lot of people. It's trying to emulate John Mayer and Jack Johnson and Ed Sheeran mm. and also like Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell's well, um, unfortunately, yeah, right? Yeah, He's, I know. Yeah, he was fantastic. Chris Cornell and like Eddie Vedder. Yeah. And now I've, oh shit, now Dang. I've really been getting into, since I went to Berkeley, like they fucked me up because they showed me Neo Soul and R&B. That I never really listened to. No one in my family really played that kind of music. They just didn't. They just never really did. I, I, I was always into like metal, so I didn't really hear it. And all my friends were like huge jazz and R and B like cats, and they just showed me some music where I'm like, oh no. Yeah, that'll fuck you up. I love this. Yeah. Do you ever see like a jazz? You see like a jazz musician play, and you're just like, what? Why am I even playing music? Yeah, it's the, unless it's, I don't know. Maybe you no, also no, no, play no. jazz. So I'm, I'm, I, so I'm starting to, but no, it, it definitely discourages you a little bit. It's just like, these guys are so good. But then you have to remember that you're playing because you love it. Yeah. And it doesn't, like, yeah, they're great, but you can't focus on that because there's someone that's better than them. Yeah. You know, if someone from Berkeley is crazy on guitar and you get discouraged, you know, oh, he's so good, then, you know, shouldn't that guy get discouraged when, like, Mike Sturm, one of, like, the greatest jazz guitar players ever starts shredding? Shouldn't, you know. Right. If you just look at someone who's better than you and you're just like, oh, no. I'm done. Then no one would be playing because you yeah. have to work up the. Ladder. You got a really positive attitude about this. This is good. Well, you have to. I'm trying to figure out what makes you tick, but you seem to be. You're no. like everything's good. No, dude, I was not like that for a really long time, <laughs> and it got really bad. Like when you I, were a I kid, ha- or when you were like a couple, teenager, a couple years ago. Mm. Like I had that. I had this attitude. Like where I would hear someone singing, and be like they were amazing. I'm like, why am I even singing? And then it's like, well, then, dude, just, like, give up. The second you find someone better than you, then just, like, stop. Then what are you even doing? Yeah. Like, you kind of, 
I love Gary. Um, I can't even say his last name. Vanderchuk. You know who that is? Vayner, Vaynerchuk? Vaynerchuk. Gary oh, yeah. V. I don't Instagram. know how I feel about that guy. I like him. Sometimes he's like really in your face yeah. and on the nose. But for the most part, like I really like what he says. And he's like, mindset is like everything. He's very positive. I just have, I have, this is just a separate thing. I just have an issue with people who are like, like my job is to tell you that I'm doing well and this is how you can do well. Uh, it's like, yeah, I like, get it. you know, like you're a musician and an actor and that's where you can be like, practice, practice, practice. Like I do it, you could do it. But like, he'll just stand up there, like get on Instagram to like a million people and be like, get up today and work. Yeah. Well, and I mean, be he, like, thank you for telling me that. It's like, no, he says some really, he, he really puts a lot of stuff into perspective. And also he's like, he was telling in interviews, he's like, me and my family shared toilet paper when we were kids. Right. And now he's looking to buy the New York Jets. Yeah. I mean. Like he has really No, he definitely, well. he's definitely, yeah, done well. Yeah. I just, yeah. No, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I never know if, I, I just would like to like see it. I don't know. I'm, I'm also a no. fucking, I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I'm like, none of this is real. Everything is. The lizard people are yeah, real. Yeah, everyone's fucking with me. No. <laughs> Uh, no, just with, with stuff like that. Like, I I like seeing people really... I mean, maybe he, you know, maybe he did and maybe he does. And I'm I'm happy with anyone that can help other people. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, that's the thing. But when it's like, also, buy my 10-step plan to yeah. getting... Well, to I, don't be, buy, I, don't, I don't buy... No, that I don't know if he does. I'm saying, yeah. like, stuff like that. Like, like Ty Lopez, like, guys like, like that. that. He's like a YouTuber. One of those. That, do you ever see the, the guy? He's like, I'm here in my garage with my Lamborghini... Oh no! Yeah, I don't was, listen to the. The second I see anything like that, I just, I'm like, nope, and I just scroll no, past yeah. it. Like, I see. I, my problem no. is I group them together before even listening to them. I'm. I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, there's a couple of guys that are really good. I I love them. Um, but yeah, people who start off like that or any sponsored ad, I immediately yeah scroll right past that. Yeah, I'm really trying to just get off of my phone and like I've been realizing the past couple of weeks. I'm like, my life is right now is really just going from screen to screen. But it's tough because that's just kind of how it is. That's just I know that's how it is. That's the that's the problem. Yeah. Like I'm really trying to put, like early in the morning. What's the first thing you do Take when you phone. wake up? You, you wake your you literally just grab your phone. Like before your you consciousness. Just, what happened? I need to know yeah. now. Before you're even fully awake, you're like phone phone. Yeah, exactly. And then I get I get off my phone and I go on my laptop. I'm emailing. I'm looking at the stupid videos. Yeah. I shut off my laptop. You know. I'm back on my phone while I'm in the while brushing my teeth. Oh, you're. Gonna, I was like, I was gonna say, yeah, I'm back on my phone while I'm taking that shit. Yeah. In the morning. I'm like sitting there, I'm just like scrolling and scrolling, and I'm like, oh my god, I should get up. But then yeah. you know, then I go back in my room and I turn on the TV and whatever. You, you're right. It's just screen yeah, exactly. To screen to screen. It's a screen to screen to screen, and I am really trying to stop that, but it's hard because you want to know what's going on. Absolutely. You know, especially also as like a musician and an actor, you're like, did I get a role? Did I get an audition? Yeah, you got to know what's going on. Like, did something happen to me? And of course it didn't. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then yeah. you're still like, oh, I might as well just see everyone's story, what they did since last night to this morning because that's interesting to yeah. me. But it's also as an actor and musician and entertainer, it's like you have to stay in the line you know you have to do things to get people you have to stay moving or it runs runs right? you over yeah it's one of those things that i always thought about it's a weird thought but uh you know the success that i had as a kid i i missed like the twitter boom by like a couple of years so like you know these kids that are on like stranger things or something you know they have five six million followers because of one thing that blew up where like 
in 2007, I did a couple of movies, but Twitter wasn't like a thing. So everyone was just like, what happened to that kid? You know, and then the next the next year, like stuff would come out. It would be like no one thought about me or or so many of my friends or people that I've worked with, whatever. You know, you think about all these musicians that were like one hit wonders today. They're not one hit wonders because everyone goes and follows them you on can Twitter. stay in the loop. Yeah. So, well, it's, I mean, there are a couple one hit wonders. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. But no, no, you're right, though. Once you have a once you like catch. Yeah. And you're you, right. people start following you on, inst- on Instagram and Twitter like. Just keep that up and like you'll be relatively okay. People will know what's going on yeah. and will you'll you'll at least have some people that will like be like, Oh, I'll listen to this. And what's know. crazier now is is people who are getting famous from that. Yeah. Like influencers now. People aren't paying for commercials anymore. They're paying celebrities and people on Instagram to be like, I love this eyeliner but it's so frustrating well yes well it'll be one thing with celebrities because celebrities have always done like sponsor things but it's one of the things that drives me nuts is like i've been i mean this it's maybe just be me being salty or whatever but like i've been acting for years i've been put in the work whatever and then you have some kid make like vines that like isn't funny like i'll call a spade a spade like i friggin' hate the kids that are like like the Nash Greers and the Cameron Dallas's, these like Vine no, kids. They have something. But what? And then, but I don't then. I know what it is, but they are creating a demand. People. I yeah, I guess it's true. I, don't, I just wish there was like some sort of talent that would go with it. Because there are people like, I think Sean Mendez. He got famous for Vine, but he's. He's like, an incredible singer. His voice is crazy. He's yeah. unbelievable. He deserves that. It's a great way for a platform to, a new platform to put somebody in the limelight. I Like, I don't have anything if I, i'm like a fan of him mm-hmm. it's you know it's people that are just famous for being famous Famous for being famous i love that expression it's famous well, for but being they, famous. they will also fade i hope so <laughs> no they will if they don't if there's nothing to back it up yeah like you have to transition you have to innovate yourself yeah. or you're gonna fall behind you know people are gonna get tired people are gonna grow up and be like and you know i don't care about this person anymore mm-hmm. you have to somehow stay in the like look uh you know vine died off yeah. And Sean Mendes was like, all right, now it's time for me to sell out He's stadiums actually, yeah. across the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people move to Instagram. I don't really get all, all, all those Instagram videos. Yeah. My sister watches them and I'm just like, and a lot of them have like clickbait. Yeah. You I'm, have these kids like, like, you know, like Logan and Jake Paul that are just like, I don't do those. Yeah. yeah. They're just getting up there and just like trying to sell merchandise to kids and whatever. And it's just like, man, these kids are it's all like. like it's all marketing. Yeah, it's all marketing. Life is all marketing now. It's insane. Because you're always now on camera or on social media. Everything is like, how well do you market yourself? How good is your brand? It's nuts. It's everything. And some people are super good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's something like you got to give credit to is yeah. the fact that it's like... Like, Logan Paul is really good at entertaining people yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. He's amazing I don't know what it. he's doing. I don't get it, but he's got it. He's no. got something. Yeah. And he's selling it and making a shit ton of money. And you know what? I guess good uh, on him for that. But, you know. They make I, so much money. I just hope that, I just hope that they, my worry is that they don't know what they're doing. What do you and mean? that, you know, like, like, a, like these kids are making millions of dollars. Making so much And money. they're, they're probably just fucking blowing it on cars and whatever. They They're might, gonna. They might be saving it. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm I don't just, know. I don't know yeah. anything really. Yeah. You know. You ever think about like you only know something and then someone is like actually 
Actually, it's this. It's this, and you're like, oh, like you only know what you know. I know that sounds stupid, but I don't know. It's a very good point. I don't know. Like they have a lot of, you know, they have a Lamborghini, but maybe they have enough money to buy twenty Lamborghinis, and they're only buying one. The rest of it goes into a four hundred and one k or something. Yeah. (laughs) Like you don't, you know. It's a good point. I don't know. I just want to make music and act. See, that's the thing. I just want the talented people to rise to the top, and I think that's what it's. I think that's what it's going to be. I can't focus on other people's success anymore. Yeah, that's a good thing. It'll really drive it, there's so much success in other people that it will actually drive you crazy. Yeah. You will you could spend all day sitting there like this person's successful and I'm not. Oh look, this also this person also is successful. Like yeah, it it really makes me. Yeah. Go nuts. I like stopped watching all their Instagram stories and all that kind of stuff cuz I'm like if I like get back into that, like I'll start going crazy mm-hmm. again. You have to do your thing. I'm just going to do my thing. Well, that's perfect. What's what's we'll wrap this up. What's next for you? What's your thing that you're gonna do next? What do you have coming out? What do you? I have so I have my EP that just dropped like two months ago. Where can people find that? Uh, All streaming platforms. Instagram. What's the name of it? It's called From Me to You. Okay. From Me to You, Dante Palminteri. Um, Go on my Instagram. There's a big link right there. Facebook. And it's just Dante Palminteri. Dante Palminteri. Yeah. There you go. A cool trick uh, is it it's spelled just the way it sounds. Palmentary. That's kind of how Italian goes. Oh, yeah. Palmentary. P-A-L-M-I-N-T-E-R-I. Nice. Yeah. It's not like Palmentieri or yeah, something. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. I hear a lot of pe- Palmentary. Yeah. Um, Dante. Dante Palmentary. I'm like, yeah. how does no one know how to pronounce I Dante? I don't blame him. I guess. I used to get, no. uh, I used to get um, Filter. Josh Filter. Filter? It's flitter. People would be like dyslexic or something. They would say Filter. Dude, I feel that. I'm so dyslexic. Or they say Fittler. Fittler. Or, Flitter. Which almost sounds like Hitler and it like makes me really uncomfortable. It's spelt right in front yeah, of you. Yeah, it's Flitter. Or they say Fitter. They just miss the Fitter. L. And I'm like, how do you miss? It's right there. Yeah, no, sometimes I get that. I understand. I'm re- I'm like super dyslexic. I yep. was like, as a kid, like tested and all this stuff. I had to go to a special school for three years. Oh, and oh. I, I used to, when I, I used to take my roommates to like parties and we'd show up at like an abandoned just like house in Boston. Because you got the the address wrong. Yeah, and I'll something? be like, yeah, guys, no, we're here at 620 Boylston. And they're just like, look at it. It's like, no, it's 260 Boylston. You're going to get us killed. <laughs> You're going to get us fucking killed. You know, or something. Like I take them to like Southie or whatever. I'm like, yeah. I don't, this is where we're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So what I. What is. Um, oh, sorry. Continue. No, no, no. What are you saying? What are you saying? Well, I saw uh, you had a new project, at least on uh, IMDb. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. See, I need to get better at this stuff. Interference. Interference. That was interference. That was this film I did in uh, a couple months ago in LA. Uh, It was really fun. Um, I got to dye my hair blue. Nice. Uh, I got to be real nasty to people. Mm. I love, I love playing bad guys or like just people that the character that the audience hates and the characters hate i love that that's my favorite part it's that italian yeah uh, i know yeah it's I, just i'm my whole my mom's side my mom's maiden name is falcone there we go yeah i saw him yeah and my dad like mostly plays villains too just playing villains is really fun, playing villains is fun. um yeah I, I went to la and it was just a really great experience to just go to LA to shoot a movie. Yeah. Because a lot of movies aren't shot in LA anymore. Yeah, I know. It makes me upset. They're really not shot there. Like yeah. TV But shows. it's also good where you can live wherever you want now. Which is dope. Yeah. Yeah, I love living in New I York. I never want to leave New York. I but sometimes New York. I feel like 
you have to, I feel like sometimes I'll have to go to LA, uh, like I want to move there just for like an same period of time, just to like, like, Hey everyone, I'm alive. Make some still. connections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And be like, everyone come back to New York. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was talking to my manager the other day about that. I was like, should I move to LA? And he goes, he's like, no. He's like, no, don't move to LA. Yeah. There's but- also some, he said there's something about being in New York that it kind of sets you in another, like when all the audition reels come in, like you're, oh, this is another group from the, you're not just like in this yeah, giant just the, one of LA, LA yeah, yeah. Uh, group of people. Yeah. Like there's less actors that come from New York. So you get like oh. I think people like New Yorkers too because they're like oh this this is like a New York actor it's like, New York really it's real yeah. it's like no nah, no it's yeah they're gritty it's just like no I'm just me yeah. from New Jersey <laughs> I'm hi you know like no I just it's the same thing yeah I love the the downtown New York area so much now like is that the, where you live is that where you are well I live in Westchester half the time then I okay. I kind of live with my girlfriend half the time too and she lives in Soho oh nice. And I love it. It's beautiful I down there. It. I love it there. This like anything below like 30th Street, West and East Side, I really love it. Yeah. This is, I like this area, this spot that I'm in now. Yeah. Except when you get to Wall Street and like Battery Park. Yeah. It's that big oh chunk. Oh my God. Down I, there it gets too much. I can't. It took me three hours yeah. to get out of there yesterday in my car. I Everything looks like it's about to fall on you. Yeah. It's like everything it's is. It's insane. Like, it's cool to go look at, but it's not cool to. It's cool to take a train to. Yeah. 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 You don't want to drive out of there. Never take a, your own car to Battery Park. Yeah. Ever. Oh Ever. Oh my God. I, was, I had to leave at like 5.30. I was doing an Outback Steakhouse audition. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And then, yeah, you had to get out of there. Yeah, man. It was stuck in traffic. The West Side Highway is nuts. Or I would rather be stuck in traffic on the West Side Highway than be driving 60 miles an hour on the FDR. Really? You're a passionate FDR I can't stand. See, I don't drive in the city. I just take, I'll take an Uber or a cab or something. I mean, I take the subway, but um, like if I need to drive somewhere, I don't drive myself. So I couldn't imagine. It sounds awful. Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, I'm like, you know, I just, I'll just get my car. I'll just go down. Yeah. I don't want to get on a train and I have to get on a subway. And it's easier, but sometimes you just get stuck in <laughs> the worst traffic, which brings us back to LA, which has the worst traffic the in the worst entire world. Fucking planet. Yeah. My, like when you go to LA, if you're somewhere from like four o'clock, like you're staying there. Yeah. You're staying there. You're yeah, staying there. There's it. some crazy statistic. I th- I don't know if it's bullshit or not, but I heard there's every year there's 8,000 new cars in LA. It makes sense. My buddy, I was talking to him yesterday and we were playing PS4. He's like, oh, I got to get off. And I was like, why? He's like, oh, it's five. I got to like, be I, at an audition at like 730. And it's I was like a like, thing. What? It's a thing that you have to think yeah, about in LA. Yeah. Like how long, I wonder how long can that really be sustained for? I think that's why a lot of stuff's moving out of there. A lot of people are like, we got to get the hell out yeah. of here. There's just so many people. Yeah. going into LA right now. Yeah. You know, and it's insane. So when is uh, uh we got very oh, sidetracked. When is interference, interference coming out? I have no idea. Um that was directed, produced and written by uh this woman that I've known like my whole life. She gave me my first ever acting role called The Obscure Brother that we oh, shot nice. in Italy. Very cool. I played young Judas. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I got to go to Italy. That's cool. I've never was, been. Always wanted to go. Oh, yeah. Let me know when you go. Okay, <laughs> I'll let you know. Let know. You want to come? Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's go together. I'm going in August. Like it's like the best. That's awesome. It's a very different. Uh, like it, going from New York to Italy is like such a culture shock because yeah. everyone is so like involved in New York, and then you get to Italy, and everyone's like, "What? 
Like, nah, that's nah, a- man, just go have lunch. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go have some lunch. Go have some lunch. Really? I could just leave? Yeah, just go. Just go. It's fine. Hey, yeah. the sun is shining. We got yeah. food. Come over. Oh, it's so happy. It's fine. We when Last time I was there, we didn't even need to show our boarding passes for the plane. They were just like, <laughs> hey, fuck We it. got there like an hour early, like you should do, and we yeah. walk and we give the boarding. We, we like we're taking him out, and he goes, "Oh, you're early." It's bye, a big deal. Bye, bye. I'm doing the most stereotypical Italian accent, like the Mario. Hey, it's a no big deal. Yeah, it's a no big deal. You just get <laughs> on the plane and you get out of here. No man, it's so much fun going there. Uh, everything is a mountain. Everything is a everything mountain. is just a mountain. Like you're just driving. <laughs> it's all mountains. I love that. Everything is a mountain. Everything is a mountain. You just look out, and it's just beautiful the coliseum it's a mountain dude i that is some that is one of the things that pisses me off more than anything in the entire universe like really small or something no when you go to the coliseum it's disgusting it's gross they don't keep it up no no no. they keep it up but out in front are just these fucking salesmen Oh, just selling you cheap plastic toys and selfie sticks and people oh, dressed as man. Roman soldiers trying to take a picture with you for like $20. And you're like, yeah, this, this is, is the, the Coliseum. Coliseum. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because this it, isn't the Empire State Building, which is built 100 years ago. This is the this fucking is the, Coliseum. It's the Coliseum. It's the same thing in like... The, the fountain and the Spanish steps and the piazza, like you just walk in and it's just people like, you want this like teddy bear? You're like, fuck off, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing someone with a shirt that's like, I I like oh. fought at the Coliseum. No, no, you, there's actual people dressed in like fake Roman and gladiator outfits and they walk around, they're like, Do they sell like fake swords and like, sell, you can like fight it? They sell everything, plastic bullshit. Oh my God. Oh my, I dude, it drives you crazy, but you know, it's not like that though. Well, I mean, it kind of is a little bit outside, but the... Um, Vatican. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's a little bit, probably a little more serious. Yeah, but still, still, man, when you walk in, you just see these. I don't know. This is where I get mean. All that like really positive stuff we were talking about before. Yeah. This is where it all goes away. Like when you walk into the Sistine Chapel and you're like, you dress up. Yeah, it's this, you're in the Sistine, it's Chapel. Sistine Chapel. Like I'm Jewish, and I would go and I'd be like, I need to, I need well, a minute. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just, be- <laughs> just no, no, I know. It's yeah. just, be- it's just like amazing. You just yeah. look up. It's go- it's insane. There's people in just like Hawaiian t-shirts with like their fucking fanny packs and big yeah. cameras. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this! Look, you see that? It's not nice. Uh, yeah. And you're like, dude, this is painted by uh, well, yeah, that dude. He's a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just, it's just like people just don't really have any they just don't care yeah like it's just a part of a history book for them it's not it's not legitimate i mean and this goes all the way around the world oh yeah this isn't just in italy i'm not saying it's just this is everywhere like i don't know i don't know if there's anything wrong with it i know we got sidetracked but this is something i I just like even in machu picchu there's just people smiling with their iphones i'm like this is you've been everywhere no i know i know i've never been there but (laughs) i'm just saying it's like damn machu picchu it's just like this is just like a crazy place yeah and now we're just there honestly like i have to say i love photography so i would definitely be taking pictures at these places but i wouldn't it's a respect thing it's knowing that where you are you can take pictures but don't make it like 
it's it's when you say like you're going there for the picture you know when people are like yeah i like went to machu picchu so i can instagram it yeah. it's like no you go there because it's incredible and while you're there it's okay to take like, a couple pictures this is yeah my i was talking to my friend the other day because it looks beautiful yeah, yeah yeah and he was he said something so true and so funny he was like yeah we're really at like the zenith of civilization right now where we can just bring a goat to a petting zoo just to pet it and then just send it away <laughs> You know, and you've really thought just about that. Send it away. Just, I want a goat to pet for my enjoyment. Well, I was thinking about zoos and yesterday. Yeah. Like the, we literally, terrible, yeah. we literally like put animals in cages, and not ones not like conservatory where they're like taking care of like the last couple of animals. No, like a like, zoo, like a zoo where it's yeah. like you literally just walk up and a giraffe yeah. is just living there, Does, like that's, in this space. And you're like what the. F- it's like we're animals and we're we're trapping animals. Yeah. It's so fucked. Yeah. But we're yeah. getting so completely sidetracked. I don't care. It's unbelievable. I don't care. I would I just follow this page on Instagram about it's like this dolphin conservatory place and they were showing these videos of like dolphins like ramming their heads into the glass wall. Yeah, dolphins shouldn't be fucking held in captivity. Uh, yeah. SeaWorld was the worst. SeaWorld's finally done, right? They like oh, they stopped doing their orca shows, but I mean they still have like fucking sea lions and like these little tiny things. <sighs> you know what what also drives me crazy is like the fake backgrounds. Oh yeah. Like, like I went to Canada. I went animals. to Canada. I've been I've been there. You've been to Canada. It's cool. <laughs> I've been there. Because it's like a like I went to Montreal and it's like a closer it's like a closer Europe. Yeah. It's like a six hour away. I was there when I was 10. France. So it's I just remember it being nice. Super and super cold. No, it's really yeah. nice. But I went to the, uh, the, the eco dome, the biodome, the biodome. I have a funny story after you. Yeah. This. I want to hear it. And it's dope. But like you walk in and you're seeing like these puffins yeah. in this like little tiny thing. You're like, what are we? Come on, you guys. Yeah. But also, I can't really say anything because I meet and do all that kind of well, shit. I think I don't know. There's there's definitely a difference. There's definitely yeah. But I eat the bad sometimes. I, I try to really. Are not... you a veal person? Uh, no, I don't do veal. No. But also, like if you're eating pork and beef, you might as well eat veal. Like, yeah. What, like it's, oh, that's where you draw the yeah, line. Yeah, 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 that's a very. You know, good point. I'll eat chickens that were stacked up in each other on a little cage. But baby, but cow, baby cows, I'm too good for that. Yeah. No. no, you're absolutely right. I think it's just like. I don't know. That's a that's a whole separate thing to talk about that you can get on for hours. But the biodome, the bio I want to say, I, I was filming the greatest game ever played. It's a movie I did yeah, with yeah, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. I remember. I've seen this movie in in Montreal. We filmed yeah. it in Montreal. And Shia, I love this guy to death. He loves to fuck with people. And he was 18 <laughs> years old. And he tells my mom and I, we have to go to the biodome. And we're like, why? And he's like, do you not know? He's like, this is the greatest place on the planet. He's like, there are uh, like everything is is outdoors. Like there's no walls. Like you're walking with oh, the penguins. No. It's the he's like he's <laughs> like you need to bring like a change of clothes. Like you need to bring like summer clothes because you're in the desert, and then you need to bring winter clothes because you're gonna be like amongst the penguins. And we were like, okay, like we're gonna do this. And he's like, all right, like let me know, you know, on Monday, like how it goes. So we go with all of the. We bring like fucking suitcases. And we go and like everyone's like, what the fuck are these 
these people doing? And we just get there. We walk in and we're like, oh my God, it's a fucking zoo. That's so like funny. It's been, and we show up on Monday and my mom goes like, Shia. And he like, starts cracking laughing. the fuck up. That's he hilarious. knew exactly what we were going to say. And we were like, why the fuck did you make us do all this stuff? And he was like, just laughing. He just was he just like, thought it was funny because that is, that is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh my God. I told my friend once. Like, she came up to me and she goes, do you have the number for the theater? Because we did theater. She's like, do you have the number for the theater? And I did it. And I was like, yeah, it's uh, 914-682. And I just, like, made up this number. And she's like, okay, great, thanks. Just walks away. And I'm like, <laughs> just made up yeah, a number. Yeah, just made up a number. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Ten minutes later, she's like, you asshole. Yeah, yeah. Some random guy picked up the phone. <laughs> You're like, this is not what I was looking for. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, w- I want to meet Shia. Did He's you see this dude. this new thing on uh, Facebook? It's like how Shia LaBeouf is like Kanye West's fashion. So I read influence. I read no, I read the article that he did like a ver- er, was it Variety? I forget what it was, but he did this uh, interview, the first one he's done in like a bunch of years. Yeah. And he uh, basically like opened up about everything, like like dealing with like drinking problems mm-hmm. and like whatever. But one of the things he talks about is like. He and Shia were, I mean, he and Kanye were like boys. And Kanye would come over and be like, Kanye would come over and be like, I like your clothes, man. And he'd be like, all right, thanks. Like, you know, that's cool. And he's like, can I use these like for like a fashion show, like my fashion line? And Shia was like, yeah, I guess so. And then he was like, all of a sudden he was like using designs or whatever, like whatever Shia would wear, like as like fashion stuff. And then he's like, and I've been trying to reach out to him. And now he's like, disappeared off the face of the earth because I think he's working on a new album or something but uh, he's it's just a really funny thing it's like Shia LaBeouf and Kanye West being friends like I could so see it like they're both That's so weird. super artistic that's and, hilarious yeah, yeah Shia LaBeouf is super artsy remember when he wore that bag like I'm not famous no, I'm not anymore. famous anymore thing I want to talk to him about these things so bad. I want to sit. I want. To, I want him on this show. Oh, he's someone that will have like so. I much want to sit to down talk and go, like, dude. What's? I gotta hear it. I gotta know why. I love people like that. Just yeah, they're like weird, great. but they're. You know, not crazy. Like they're not like so yeah. crazy to where you can't even talk about them. Yeah, and to like talk to them. Yeah, he's a no. He's a good dude. I saw him last year, like twice for the first time since we like filmed the movie. Yeah, and he like just lost it. He was so was happy like, to see me. Yeah, so dude. Shit. That guy was like a member of my family when we were filming yeah. that movie, and then a little bit after, and then of course he became a superstar. So it's hard yeah. to keep in touch. But you, uh, you get so close with like your cast members. What a good guy. Yeah. Are you not? No, no, I am. Oh, I'm oh. just saying. Oh, you're like, saying in general. Just in general. Like, oh, yeah. Because I never really did sports in mm. in high school. And a lot of my friends in high school were like, no, it's like a it's like a bonding thing. I'm like, dude, like, you don't yeah. bonding until you've been in like a motherfucking cast with somebody. You've been in a cast with somebody. And you like, guys got to fucking you know, open up and be and be characters yeah, to like each other. Cry in front of this person. Yeah. Ready? Action. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, I need to be comfortable with you or a really good actor. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God willing, I'm comfortable with you because yeah. I suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, Same thing with like musicals. Like when when you do Tech Week with someone, I never did a musical. Oh, it's great. Yeah. When you go through Tech Week with someone, you really know who they are. Yeah. You know, when you see them like eating a salad and crying at the same time, just like <laughs> huddled in a corner, also trying to learn lines and they're yeah. just like, I can't, I can't do it. And you have to like grab, get it together, You're get like, your shit together. That's the real person. You're like, there they are freaking out. Yeah. You know, you've, you've had those moments where you're just trying to nap. You want to nap, but you also need to learn your lines. Yep. Oh man. That's when you meet someone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Man, we've hit an hour and 20 minutes. That was so fun. <laughs> this has been uh, way longer than I thought it was going to be. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. We've had a good time. We had a great time. And now we're like actual friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we recorded our first We recorded ever our first conversation. ever. Well, we talked like briefly, We talked a little bit, yeah, there. But like our first like real full-on conversation. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Follow Dante. Oh, thank you. On Instagram and Twitter and is it all just Dante Palmentary? It's all Dante Palmentary. Yeah, all Dante Palmentary. No I'm saying really- follow as if like this, like I'm hoping the people that listen are your followers because I have none. So I'm trying oh, to yeah, get I hope they listen. the word out to too. other people. Hey, you know I what? I just started releasing stuff. At the end of the day, this is just... You know where, you know where I had a, a fairly decent following from, from Sharknado, is Southeast Asia. Really? Wasn't expecting that at all. Hey, everybody from Southeast yeah. Asia, what's going on? Southeast Asia, I'm telling you. like one Shark- We appreciate you. Once Sharknado happened, I started getting all these messages and like these languages. I was like, what the hell is this? I'm like, oh my God, everyone. Like, I guess it's big, bigger there than yeah. it was here. That's nuts. So yeah, everybody from so Southeast, Southeast Asia, Asia. Hello, Indonesia, Philippines. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to wrap this up. I guess I just end it. B- bye. Goodbye. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Bye.